You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. This is Heather Carroll. And I'm Joe Rutten. You're not on video, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) No one can see you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm excited. I know. It has been a fabulous morning. Can you believe hour one is already done? Hey, if this stuff is this good, I might not let you host from my brother's churches. Yeah, Yeah, I might take every month. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll come down. I'll get to see my nieces and nephews Uh, every month. Yeah, this has been great, Heather. And and the themes, right? This continuation of... The practicing the presence of, of God that started it with Jason and and then rolling it into uh, Father Scott Trainer. I mean that exegesis expose that spiritual reflection he gave on Philippians was dynamite. Well, and I think it's you know it we get we're getting to this point, and I can see why you know the third Sunday is joy because you get bogged down. Like I am to the point where it's like, okay, I'm just tired now. And I have a closet full of presents that need to be wrapped and, you know, I have to clean my house and you add the list. And then it's like, you sit and listen to father and you're like, okay, I need to take a step back. I thought I was aware. Mm. No, I was not. Right. Well, you just made me aware of something. I have to wrap my wife's present. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get that one. Uh, I put it away somewhere. <laughs> do you know where? You know. Well, you just reminded me, so I do know where. But it, uh, that would have been. <laughs> know, just, oh Lord, know, have mercy. The list gets long, and I was at my sister's house last night, and and um, she just was going a hundred miles an hour. She's got five kids, and and it's just the list is long, and. I think we all need a little bit of a retreat before right, Christmas comes. Right. Well, well, Heather, the second hour. I know. This is well. uh, as we take a look at the second uh, hour. We've we've not exhausted the lineup. Are uh, you sure? Oh, I'm telling you, <laughs> this thing keeps going, Heather. I'm no. like every time I'm like, oh, you got him too. Oh, you got her. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Wait till they hear Sister Terry. Uh, this is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, so we've got Andrew coming up. Yep, uh, Andrew's coming up. I know we're having a few issues getting a hold of him, so we'll see. All right, all right. Well, that's Andrew Bartell, right? Catholic right? Community Foundation for Are you Eastern, Eastern South, South Dakota. Dakota. Are you going to Christmas at the cathedral? You know what? I am going to go to Christmas at the cathedral. It's like a national deal. This I thing's know. on like the national TV. Like it, it'd be a shame if it's in your own backyard and you don't go to the well, thing. And we gave away tickets. We had seven tickets to give away. And I'm not kidding. They were gone in like two right, minutes. Right. Well, it just year after year, year after year, Mark and Zemius and the crew and staff and, you know, Scott Piper's back again, oh, but that. it is just a deeply, deeply spiritual experience in one of the most magnificent uh, cathedrals on the prairie. Mm-hmm. We just had our new bishop-elect introduced, Bishop Donald DeGroote. And you actually know him, so tell us right, what you know right. about him. So uh, Father DeGroote, as, as I knew him, was my seminary and formation director for a couple of years when I was in seminary, and I churned through a few of them. I had uh, <laughs> Father Paul Serba, who, who is a bishop of Duluth that passed away, and I had a father, Gene Tiffany, and I just couldn't really make them stick. I don't know if it was me or what it was, but uh, you have formation, two formation directors. One's a spiritual and one's a human formation. So one works on, you know, do you take your 
you know, have you, you know, do you brush your teeth? Right. <laughs> you, know, right. you know, those types of things. Uh, and then the other is the spiritual formation. And so I had Father DeGroote and for one of this formation directors, and he's a deeply, deeply prayerful man. Uh, he, he has a uh, internal constitution is the way I like to refer it. He has this mm-hmm. character about him. He knows who he is and he knows who our Lord is. And he in that relationship that he has, he is capable of leading in a way that is really magnificent. He has a strength of character, but a gentle ease by which he leads. And I think Sioux Falls is just blessed. We are really, really going to enjoy that. And I know some of the other people out there, and oh they've been saying, oh, man, we would have loved to have had him in our diocese. <laughs> or, you know, this or that. And he was kind of off the radar. He's, uh, cu- he's, he's classmates with... Uh, Bishop Cousins, who many people know up in oh, St. Yeah. Paul, Minnesota. And so now the, the two of them both have been made bishops. And uh, so, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, so we got uh, Bishop Well, elect. and I heard, um, I was at the press conference, not that I was doing anything, but being there just to get my eyeballs on him. Right. You know, right. I mean, like, See who well, this guy is. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> well, he's going to be your bishop. I, I mean, this, everybody out there listening, it's had a bishop appointed. It, this is uh, important. It really is Christ's presence in a spiritual, fatherly, leadership, institutional way. Yeah. And it determines a lot about, especially when you work for Catholic ministries in that diocese. I know. I know. So, We're all Yeah. Like, so what do you think? You, you heard his I press conference. I was really impressed um, by, I, I always notice the little things. And so I was really impressed that he came in and there were a lot of TV crews from, you know, KOTA or KEVN right, or whatever right. it was. And he introduced himself to all of those people. Right. They weren't Catholic and they really were just there to do a job. Right. You know, and he introduced himself, not only introduced himself, but wanted to know their name. Right. And I think that made a big impression on me. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and so like when he came up to me, I was just like, I felt like I was in third grade. Because <laughs> I'm like, I have to speak loudly and clearly. <laughs> so I'm like, Heather, Real Presence Radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Well, he, uh, you know, he also talked about, you know, the first thing he did after he received the call from the papal nuncio is he went to adoration. Mm-hmm. You know, that he's a man of great prayer. Mm-hmm. That uh, in times of thanksgiving, in times of discernment, in times of uh, whatever the time is, right? That prayer, and this is what Father Scott just advised us, yeah. right? Is that prayer is the first thing, that that step, that that bringing to the Lord all that we are. And he talked very openly about that. What does this mean for the parish that I still lead until February? Yeah. And he said that the Lord then gave me a capacity he expand my my capacity to love the people of eastern south dakota at the same time mm-hmm. as i love my own people here at the parish in savage minnesota and that 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 just speaks so clearly to who he is and how he's going to lead the diocese as a bishop so he also wanted a country parish as a priest. Yeah. He, he wanted to be it. a country priest, and now he's got a country diocese. Yeah. So Well, and I think the other thing, too, about it is um, when he was talking about praying about whether or not he should accept this um, ask. And the thing about it, too, was that he said, and I think this is really important, he said that he felt the peace and the grace to say yes and that he trusted that God's going to give him everything he needs. 
Not that God has already given him everything he needs in this moment. I think so many times we expect, okay, God, if you want me to do this, we want to see, we want to see your plan, Lord. Can we see the blueprints? How is this all going to go? And <laughs> right, right. what comes next? And we want the thing we need to do the task before the task is in front of us. And so we, 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 we lack trust or faith and, and we want to say, Lord, all right, give me this, give me the what I need, and then I'll go do the thing that yes. you've called me to. That's not how our yeah. Lord works. He's like, uh, no, go do this thing and I will provide you with As you what you need. Yeah. So there's a great, uh, is, uh, I'll finish here quickly. There's a, and this, this speaks to stewardship and to Andrew Bartell from, from uh, the, the Catholic Community Foundation we'll talk to, that when God sends the Jews back to uh, Jerusalem to rebuild the temple. King Cyrus, not uh, he's a Persian, he sends the Jews back and he tells them, go rebuild the temple and I will provide you with access to the resources that you need to build it. So they don't have all the things they need right there to go build it. As they go to build it, they are provided with that which yeah. they need. And so That's with a good that, reminder. we'll transition. All right, Andrew, thank you for joining us this morning. Good morning, Heather. Good morning, Joe. How are you guys? How are you? We're fantastic. It's good to have you dialed in here. Thanks. It's great well, to be it here. Is. <laughs> so this morning, um, it is the season of giving, and so we wanted to talk with you a little bit. Can you tell us what you do for uh, the Diocese of Sioux Falls? Well, actually, I work for the Catholic Community Foundation for Eastern South Dakota. We are, right. We're separate from the diocese, but we are... Um, we work very, very closely with the diocese as well right. to make sure that a lot of the needs of our diocese are taken care of. Um, so I am the Director of Plan Giving and In-House Counsel for the Catholic Community Foundation, kind of taking care of a lot of the detailed stuff and helping out our donors, really making the charitable gifts that they want to make possible and have the greatest impact uh, that we can possibly have. Gotcha. So you're talking about charitable <coughs> gifts here, right? So if, let's take a step back yeah. for our listeners out there, and let's not think monetarily. Let's just think the practice of giving. What is the practice of giving, would you say? Well, it's a lot of people think when they think giving gifts, you know, especially this time of year, they think, okay, i got to buy that perfect gift to really make mm. someone else happy, impress them. Well, that's not giving. And that's, you know, that's, yeah, we want to give gifts to people we love, but giving is really getting at the root of it is the giving of ourselves. You know, without any expectation, without any other motive, without expecting anything in return, we just want to give of ourselves. And this is really, an, I think it's an acknowledgement of the teachings of Christ that everything we have is a gift from God. Everything that we are is a gift from God. And that God is a giver. And we're made in his likeness and his image, and he made us to be givers, too. You know, he gave us life. He gave us his only son who gave his life for us, who gave us the sacrament and the hope for eternal life. And, you know, when we think about gifts, a lot of people think monetarily, but none of that, of what God has given us, is temporal. Right. Nothing. And this this is a way of life, right? That giving... And, 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 and I like this kind of slogan. I like having slogans. I run this leadership institute at Mount Marty, and so I like, and givers gain, 
right? Givers gain. Yep. That in giving, we receive. That that this isn't about a monetary. <laughs> monetary is an aspect of giving, right? But that this is about yeah. my personhood, who I am, my gifts, my talents, my my brokenness. That but what I've discovered, Andrew, is that when I give, it helps remind me that what I'm giving, I actually didn't create. Right. That I'm actually mm-hmm. giving that which I was given. And when I do this, it, it has this magnificent way of, of like multiplying. It's like gremlins. It's like, spr- it's like spr- sprinkling water <laughs> on gremlins, right? It just, it, just, it just grows. And so when I give, I just seem to grow in my capacity to love more and give more. And, but that it's a way of being. All right. So but well, that's is a, there... I mean, giving is rooted in love. I mean, it is, right. you know, it was in John, John 15, I think, um, is where he said, there is no greater love the man has than to lay down his life for his friends. You know, and that, I mean, when he's talking about, he's not talking about literally, for him, it's going to be a literal death. Christ is going to literally die for us. But for us, I mean, typically that does not mean literally dying. It means like those little deaths in a day that we talk about. You know, those giving of ourselves to someone else. And when he talks about in what we give, in what we receive, it's not monetary. We get back joy and happiness. Little death. Everyone thinks of like, like when we're saying, I'm going to get something back out of this. No, and Jesus is not talking about us getting back gold. You know, he doesn't give us, you know, right. pots of gold. As, as much as we might, that might be a, a good gratification for us, it's not a happiness. So you're you know, telling me that the prosperity, the prosperity gospel isn't a part of the Catholic uh, tradition? <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, that, I mean, I don't, they've, uh, missed, they've missed it. They, they're looking at happiness and joy being monetary, attached to wealth. Uh-huh. And it's not. It's, right. Our joy and our happiness is not attached to our wealth. And right. that's where we get back. We get back that joy and happiness of God. You know, well, this we, ties we into Father. Else. Yes, yes. This ties into Father Scott Trainer, who was on just previous to you. This whole show here has been connecting, right? Mm-hmm. And so, this is just mm-hmm. a continuation of the themes and lessons of Advent and preparation for Christmas that Father Scott gave to us. And his was all a focus on joy and peace, right? In right. Philippians, and so he. So, how is it that we achieve this joy and peace? Well, now we come into this, and what you're telling us, Andrew, is that if we want joy and peace, we ought to focus on being. Peace people that are givers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in, in, even though I'm in a foundation world, it is the spirituality of it, it is not all about giving money. Um, you know, all the things that God gave us, none of them were temporal. You know, and we have a duty to take care of the poor, to take care of the sick, the needy, um, but it is also, you know, take care of the church, you know, whether or not that is just, you know, snow shoveling for your neighbor, taking care of people. Um, that's really what what Jesus was doing. He he fed the hungry. He gave drink to the thirsty. Um, he was he visited the sick. He buried the dead. These are all things you know in our corporal works of mercy that we're really called to do as Christians in giving. They're all about giving. Wow, that's and, beautiful, Andrew. Yeah, and so yeah, I mean we we often talk about you know the foundation about the monetary giving, but there is so much more to it than just than just monetary giving. Monetary is one part of it. And, you know, people ask, you know, how do we, you know, why do we exist? You know, is it wrong to, um, you know, make sure our giving is good for taxes? There's nothing wrong about making sure your, your giving is good for taxes. 
um, because you're just giving more to charity. You're not doing it because your mindset is, I want to tax deduction. You're doing it because my mindset is, I want to take care of the hungry. I want to give drink to the thirsty. I want to give shelter to the homeless. And we want to pay for seminary. We want to pay for seminary and education so we can get more priests. We want to pay for Catholic radio. Unfortunately, Andrew, we have ran out of time already this morning. Um, So I'm going to give out the website. Thank you for joining us this morning. And if people want to figure out ways that they can give at the end of the year, go to ccfesd.org, ccfesd.org, and you can find out more information about what Andrew is talking about. So thanks so much, Andrew. Thank you so much for having me on. Yes. We're broadcasting live this morning from Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Joe Rutten. And we'll be back with the 10-minute tour right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.